Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is a global original podcast. What the hell is that? That's, I'm basically, I'm on a piano. What? <laughs> Why the bloody hell are you on a piano? It's a long story, but this is Jen's craft project. It sounds like there's aeroplanes going over, but we're in, lo- <laughs> we're in lockdown. There are no aeroplanes, I know that. Hang on, listen. What the bloody hell is that? <laughs> are they piano strings? Yeah. Hang on, let me move, let me move. Basically, it's Jen's, it's Jen's project. I mean, she, um, this is what lockdown is about, isn't it? Hang on, you're taking the microphone away, and no, but I'm still, you, I'm holding it to me to my mouth. Yeah, but you've you've left me on FaceTime. I'm just looking at a window. <laughs> there we go. This looks really. This is like this. This is like the Blair. I wish we were recording the. I really wish we were videoing this. This is like the Blair Witch Project. <laughs> I'm camping out. Mate. Any minute now, one of, our, one of our kids is going to come in and go. I see dead people. <laughs> 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 Hang on, let me take a picture. Wait there. Oh, this, this, this is one for the socials. <laughs> this is what I can see on my Mac. <laughs> right, wait there. Hang on, let me video it. Let me video it. Right. Okay. All right, I'm videoing. Uh, pull a scary face like Blair Witch. I see dead people. <laughs> I see dead people. I can hear something in the woods. How oh, something's coming to get me. It's an axe wielding murderer. <laughs> Also, check out check out the uh, the teepee behind me. No, that's not Look at that. No, that, that, no, that, that's too tense. <laughs> now, basically, the reason the piano is that Jen's I'm stopping filming. Her, Jen's upcycling project, lockdown project. Hang on, when you say up, uh, right, upcycling, how long you had that piano? Hmm. It was a push present, so when we had Ted, so it's five years old. Five years ago, has she upscaled it yet? No, but no. we tried to flog it. Yeah. No one would buy it. Right. Can you still hear it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like a metre away from it. Yeah, well, there is something in the background. Is, is there a washing machine on or something? <laughs> no, it's, got, it's just a piano. Hang on a minute, I've got a bad plan. No, just stay there, it's fine. I'll, I'll sort it out in the mix. I've got plugins that can sort this. You're going in the teepee? <laughs> I'm going in the teepee. <laughs> Hang on a minute, let me get re- let me record this. <laughs> wait there. Right. Hang on, I'm going to put you full screen, wait there, wait there. Right, now I'm actually in the teepee. 
That's <laughs> got to be good sound there, surely. Mate, this is where we do the podcast from now on. That's not, that's not a TP. That is our Studio One. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, got a new studio, Jen. Where's that? He's in the TP. Oh, look at that. That is amazing. Yeah, can I have a quick look? Can, quite... can you do an MTV Cribs thing for me and show me around, yeah. the, around the TP? Yeah, sure, mate. Sure. Look, I'll, do so some, is... I'll, do some, I'll do some cool MTV this is Cribs. the first wall. That's the first wall just there. And then here's the second wall. Yeah. And if I go around here, I don't even have to move. You've got the other wall over there. Yeah. Where does the magic happen? Right where I am. Oh. <laughs> Please don't, tell me the, got... please don't tell me the magic has happened right where you are. No. Okay, never done it in Sadly, a teepee. no. Right, okay. No magic in this teepee. Um, Except fairies. Okay, I'm now going to stop. Did you say fairies there? That's, that's yeah. not... Oh, my God, that is a scary look. I've got you, like, in full... <laughs> I've got my, my MacBook out here, and it's, like, full. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, people, some people pay a lot of money for that view. Oh. In fact, if, if you would like... A photo of me in the teepee like this. Let us know. Just send us a little email. Dadsnet.com. How much will it, how much will it cost us? <clears throat> oh. <laughs> the first five are free. Okay, so um, before we get into what we're going to talk about, uh, I've had a blooming nightmare. I apologise that I'm late. So we're recording this right now at 8.45 on an evening. So it's a Thursday evening and I've been out to... I've, d- I've done clap for the NHS and our frontline heroes. So I've been out and done that. So when I said to you, let's do that eight o'clock, I I meant actually quarter past because we had to do that. Yeah. So um, not had to want to do that because what what these frontline carers, NHS, essential, vital workers are doing is just phenomenal. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm so proud to to do the old. And everyone's got their pots and pans. The kids took out their like uh, tambourines and stuff like that. So that's all lovely. Although one thing. Uh, kids can't sleep on a Thursday now, can they? Past, um, well, before eight yeah. o'clock. <laughs> yeah, they've either got to be asleep well before eight or half eight. Yeah, there is that. But I'm thinking about it. Like, where we are, things are picking up. Like, it's getting more and more substantial. Yeah. Like, pots and, like, it, the first one was, like, a few people outside the front door clapping. Now it's everyone, pots and pans, tambourines. Like, do you think some people are going to have some kind of band out no. on their doorstep? Well, have you not seen the things doing the rounds on socials? So there is a there's there's a drummer. I've seen a drummer doing the rounds, which is good. Have you seen the uh, the lady and the family doing classical uh, doing the classical concerts? No. Yeah. So she's Amazing. singing. She's singing classical music, and I think I think her husband is he playing the violin or something like that. Yeah. Wow. So the, the, this is doing the rounds. Anyway, so I did I might, that. I might get the guitar out. Oh yeah, strum away, strum away. I did that, and then as we came in, Noah threw up everywhere. He threw up his dinner, like chicken noodles and broccoli, everywhere. So that's why I was late. Yeah. I'm having chicken noodles for tea later. Yeah, I'd avoid it. Is that yeah. a sign? Charlie, my wife, did the classic thing. She was like, I need, right, I need to check the date of the chicken because she's vegan. So she, doesn't, she yeah. doesn't particularly want meat in the house anyway. I'm going to check it. I'm going to check it. Like, it's, no, it's three days in date. It's absolutely fine. Yeah. He's probably been running around and, and puked everywhere. So yeah. he's gone to bed. Ted was sick the other day. Oh, was he? He was fine. Yeah. And he was absolutely fine. Did he go to bed with the puke bowl? No. Oh. It was like, like 4.30 in the afternoon. We were just sort of getting his tea ready and he just went, bleh. And then, and then, literally the second afterwards, he was like, "I was like, you're right." He's like, "Yeah, fine, yeah, carried on." This is what happens sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And um, what are we introducing today? Then what's going on? Because this is a special, isn't it? It's got to be one of the. It's got to be one of 
the best episodes that we've ever done today. And you're basing that on what? The guest. The which, guest that we've got. Which one, though? Because I know there's two guests that are coming up. Which one are, you, are we going for now? Because I'm not quite sure. Oh, are you talking JW <laughs> or are you talking JT? <laughs> JW. JW. All right. Don't say, we won't talk about the JT yet, then. So the JW, who is? Mr. Joe Wicks. So you, you've been tirelessly trying to get hold of Joe and trying to get him on this podcast because he is perfect for us. He's a dad. Um, he's, he's into his fitness. I mean, hang on, I'd like to interrupt you there. He emailed me. Oh. Yeah. Just saying. Well, right. It wasn't actually him, uh, but it was his people. Emailed me. Yeah. So I wasn't tirelessly searching around. He emailed me. It's just an expression, but <laughs> when you do a podcast, you try and find words. That's what happens. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm with you. It's fine. Well, either way, he's on the podcast. I mean, I said the other day, I was talking to someone. I was like, oh, yeah, he's coming up on the podcast. And uh, they were like, that's amazing. He's like hot stuff at the moment, mm. right? And I said, well, according to my wife, Jen, he's hot stuff every moment. <laughs> yeah. How do, you, how do you cope with that, knowing that your wife probably was more excited about, you know, Joe Wicks coming on our podcast than you were? Yeah, well, I'll tell you what we did. When we were recording this interview, I obviously we were on lockdown, and I was recording in my bedroom, not the TP. I was recording in our bedroom. And so on social media, Jen was going mad, saying, Joe Wicks is in my bedroom. <laughs> All right, mum, calm down. Right, perfect mum, stop it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. She's like, did you mention me? Did you mention me? I was like, Jen, leave it out. There were mentions. You can listen back on the podcast, which is released every Wednesday very early. <laughs> all you need to know, Jen, all right? All you need to know. Okay, so um, there are two parts to this. So we're doing part one today. Yeah, part one, we're sort of asking him about his PE lessons and what he's got going on and just, you know, a few hints and tips for dads to uh, shift a bit of weight and, and kind of, you know, his ethos around keeping fit and keeping healthy. And, um, and then the next episode, which is coming up in a few weeks' time, is going to be about his new book that he's bringing out. Um, so let's start then. This is part one of Don't Tell Your Mum Chats to Joe Wicks. Welcome back to Don't Tell Your Mum, uh, the podcast with myself, JK, and uh, my mate myself, Al. Al. <laughs> my, myself, Al. And also we are joined by Joe Wicks. Here I am. Thank you for having me. I think we need to talk about lockdown because... Um, it's a weird time. And what, what I, I think the only comfort that I'm finding in lockdown is that it's not just happening to me. It's just not happening to you, Al, or to Joe, or to someone in Tesco. It's happening to the whole world. And weirdly enough, I, I kind of get comfort in that. Is anyone else the same? Yeah, I do kind of see what you mean. It's just that thing of we're all in it together and we're, we're it's just weird. I feel like I can describe it as the world's just stopped spinning on its axis. It's like it's paused. Like everything's just paused. And it will resume. But yeah, it's a strange feeling. But I just miss my mum. I miss going to give my mum a hug. I mean, talk about don't tell your mum. I literally miss it. I haven't given anyone a hug other than my kids and my wife. And I just can't wait to get to see my brother and my mum and my dad and have a little hug. I'm never going to let them go. Yeah. And hugging the same person, i.e. your wife, over and over again, it's just boring, right? <laughs> Doesn't have the same effect, does it? I like a new, I like a squeeze, yeah. That's and a joke, that's a joke by the way. I've, I've, well, I've, I've found myself cuddling the armchair. Actually, you should try it, guys. It's not that bad. <laughs> it doesn't roll pillow, over and give you the cold pillow. shoulder. A pillow, pillow. A pillow, yeah, a pillow is good. How um, how are you managing on, on lockdown? How are you and Rosie getting on? Are you, do, you, do you find yourself, you know, hiding in, I don't know, under the stairs just to get away from each other or is it all good? This, this isn't really much different 
to us because we're always actually in like I, I'm lucky I work from home so my house is my is my kind of studio I do my workouts here I do my lean and 15 recipes so we're together a lot of the time and our relationship's always been like that so we're not pulling each other's hair out or anything we're getting on with it um but yeah we just love going for like dinners and going for you know to the cinema or going for a coffee so we're missing those kind of things but um and also like taking Indy to like Gymboree and Little Jim and all the classes she does she's missing out on all that which is not very nice what I do love though is, um, you know, these, these classes now have, they've, they've reinvented themselves with the power of, you know, video and zoom and conference calls and stuff like that. So, um, we, you know, we're doing, obviously you, we're doing Joe Wicks, we're doing the PE, we're doing baby ballet. They now do an online class. Um, <clears> what, <throat> else doing? what else is you doing Jay? Uh, oh, uh, Captain Fantastic. They're doing like a party now. You can have a princess party if you want, Al. Yeah, no, still, still not what I'm after, Jay. What else are you doing at nine thirty oh, every morning? It's some other guy who has to who has to come. Well, you say nine thirty, but if there's a certain guy called Joe Wicks that runs over, I believe oh, you're sorry a bit later, <laughs> though, for for your phonics class, Al. Yeah, well, I'm not doing it. It's not. I don't have nothing to do with it. It's just on Dad's net, but it's a daily phonics, um, and it's going pretty well. I have to check that out because Indy Indy's learning her words now, so she'll she'd love that. Yeah, it's great. We have a company who are doing the, delivering the sessions who are professionally qualified uh, to teach phonics called Robot Reg. And uh, so they're doing it. So it is a proper person. It's not just me going, uh, abacadabagus. It's not that. <laughs> oh, okay, I'll check that out. So it's at 9.30 then. What, Monday to Friday? Yeah, Monday to Friday on Dad's Net Facebook page. All right, boys. Sweet. Thanks for that. There you go. Um, and talking about education then, so you've obviously got PE sorted. That's all done and dusted. How are you managing with sort of home education and things like that? Well, we've been quite lucky because Indy's obviously only 18 months old. Marley's four months old. So we're not really doing the proper homeschooling thing. We're more doing creative play. We're having a little bit of chalk in the garden and painting. Yeah. We've got our own easel. But yeah, I mean, fair play to you, like, for having to become, like, full-time teachers as well. I mean, it's a tough thing. It's not it's a skill, you know, teaching and sitting down with children and trying to educate them is not something that everyone knows how to do. So I've just got a lot of love and respect for all the parents out there, that are tr- you know, trying to keep structure and trying to keep their kids, you know, on curriculum. It's not, it's probably not, I mean, how is it? How are you getting on with it? Al? Well, we, we have a probably, we, we, our approach isn't probably the mainstream approach we are we're a bit more child-led in our learning so we'll 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 do a few bits and pieces that are really short and more structured but only a couple whereas as most of the stuff is much more um child-led so ted said um the other day can we build a treehouse and so i was like, okay well let's use this as our learning he wants to build a treehouse we'll draw plans so we did some drawing we're then learning about measures so we're talking about numbers and how to use a, a tape measure and stuff like that we're learning some practical skills about cutting and drilling and whatever else and then um and then putting it together and kind of talking about it. so we will use things that he wants to do in and around the house and in and around the garden as the learning um another one was he wanted to um, cook pancakes so again we're like okay well let's write down the ingredients that we need and that was his writing for that day so we're a bit more we are not very structured in our approach we don't sit down from <laughs> nine till um till 12 every day um, but it works I love for that. us that's, yeah that's my that's my kind of learning like when i was a kid i would have loved that i would have excelled in that but having to sit down through you know really hard focused lessons i found very difficult as a kid so i think that's a lovely approach to it yeah i mean it's working you know, you know, when you said you actually did the measurements for the treehouse and then yeah. you worked it all out and you did the plans. At what point? At what point did you put? Did you do? You press the button buy now on Amazon. So <laughs> no, when, this when is what Jen said. 
this is what Jen said. She was like, just buy one now, just buy one. I was like, where's the fun in that? So so we so Ted drew the plan. So it's not it's not a scale drawing, you know, don't get me wrong here. It's it's using a, a felt tip pen. But but and so consequently, it's not the most accurate treehouse. It's kind of like, yeah, that bit of wood might fit there. Zzz, zzz, drill it in, job done. So it's not, you know, it's not a work of art, but it's doing the job. That's great. Are you, a ha- are you handy? I- I'm not one of those kind of hands-on DIY dads. I really wish I was, but I, I can barely hang a picture on the wall. Like, are you good with all that stuff? No, not at all. This is, <laughs> this is what I'm saying. It's literally, I can cut and drill and that's it. <laughs> and, um, and so that's all it is. It's just cutting a few planks and a few bits of um, timber and then just drilling them in. And the only reason I got screws is because my father-in-law left the box at our house and he can't come around and get them. Brilliant. I, I thought, I'm, I'm just visualising like two bits of plywood, like on, a, on a, like an A-frame, just with a screw at the top of it, just like barely hanging together like a tent underneath. Yeah, honestly, you're not far wrong. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> I've, I think I've found that um, when you have a structure to a day, so, you know, nine o'clock, Joe Wicks PE, 9.30, the dad's net phonics. Then maybe you have a little break for a snack. Then at half past 11, you go and do, we do a little bit, we, we pretend to do forest school, but we'll just, because it's spring now, we'll try and go into the garden and look for signs of spring. So whether it's the daffodils or the beans or whatever. So when you've got that sort of structure, I think that's, that's good. It's good for your mental health as well. But both I and Charlie, my wife, have said, when you don't seem to have that structure, you get up a bit later and blah, 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 then you just feel a bit more crap. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, definitely. That's why I chose 9M. I thought it was a great time to get parents and kids together in the living room or in the garden, whether they might be doing it on their laptop or their TV, and, and bring them together for that 30 minutes to remove the stress and pressure on them because parents obviously don't know sometimes what to do in terms of exercise. And it was just a great time, and it's been received so well. I mean, I, I've been blown away by the amount of people. Like, t- Obviously, teachers are doing it, but parents and kids, but also a lot of people like NHS staff or workers that are coming in from a night shift are doing it. So it's... It's just amazing to see people, you know, using these workouts. It's free content that's really, really making a difference to people's days and it's lifting their mood. Like I keep saying, like exercise isn't about looking good. It's about feeling good and it's about mental health. So I'm, I'm really, really glad I can just be there for that half an hour. And be, I'm babysitting the kids' face as well. I'm like, take, I'm taking them off your hands, put the TV on, whack, whack it on and I'll take, take them through a good workout. Yeah, and you can drink the cup of tea that you've been wanting all morning. Exactly. Feet up or you can even get involved. We're parents. We don't. We don't ever drink a hot drink. What are you talking about? <laughs> you do when Joe yeah. Wicks is on. Ah, that's a good point. Actually, you do. <laughs> talking um, about the PE stuff and things like that. Is is there stuff as well, Joe? Because we've 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 been really blessed. I think you know in these in these really weird, uncertain times for the world, we've managed to have almost sort of two weeks of really good weather. You know, is there stuff that we can do outside that you could recommend? You know, is there anything we can do with a paddling pool? I don't know planting, gardening, that sort of stuff. Yeah, anything you can do outside is great. I mean, obviously, if you're lucky enough to have a little bit of garden, it's wonderful. I mean, I just feel so sorry for families that live in, you know, in blocks of flats with no green space. That must be savage. But if you can and you get to a local park, yeah, like obviously respecting the social distancing. But I, I do believe that taking Indy out for an hour, I go for a walk up to Richmond Park and it. she comes back, she's so happy. Like she just walks around, she picks up sticks, she looks for little mini beasts and stuff. That's that's really amazing. And just getting in the garden with a hose, I set up a little tap and she's got a little watering can. So anything where you get your kid outdoors, I really believe in nature. I've actually signed Indy up to a forest school as well, a nursery for when she turns two, because um, I really nice. believe in that approach as well. But yeah, it's, it's tough. I mean, obviously just trying to do different things and be creative, like set them challenges, let them 
explore the garden, let them come back with things. And, you know, like you said, like little treasure hunts are always fun, but mm. it's trying to just come up with new things. I mean, that's why it's great with, you know, websites like yours that give you ideas and, and resources like um, Twinkle's another good one for kids for schools and stuff so there's lots of places to find educational stuff that can help we um, even if we, we try to keep it quite simple sometimes as well just dig holes and then we fill them up again and then dig them again hours of fun mate digging holes is brilliant Indy loves that on a beach she'll do that all day long but we actually what I'm, I've been looking online talking about climbing frames I think I can't, I'm, I'm not going to be able to build one, but I thought I might, might get a company hopefully to set one up. But, you know, like with a little tree house and a sandpit underneath, they, they're, they're so cool. Some of them are massive as well. Some of them are like proper adventure playgrounds. Yeah, but are, are we, do we want that for our kids or do we secretly want that because we kind of like it and we're dads? I think it's more the latter. Yeah, big time. I mean, I love going to the soft play. I take Indy to, um, you know, like the outdoor adventure playground and stuff. And I just get, I'm the first one on the zip wire. I'm like, oh, get off. I'm going on there. I'm straight down that zip wire, mate. Um, now we do, we usually do a little tech feature on this, um, on this show. Um, so what, what do you think is the best piece of tech that you've got, which is sort of, you know, child related as a dad, what's your favorite bit of tech? And it can be anything. I suppose for me, it's probably the iPad. Cause when we're traveling, if we're on a flight, I can download the Gruffalo and slam in the whale and that, and that keeps her entertained for a little while. But yeah, I think that's about it. She doesn't really have, a, she doesn't really have access to a phone or a laptop, but she does have a little bit of screen time on the iPad. iPad is always, oh, hello. Talking of which my iPad's just fallen out and fallen over. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> I think I've broken my iPad. Oh, no. <laughs> were we all totally surprised about how much prams and travel systems were? Because, I mean, you kind of hear rumbles from other people, other friends that have had kids before you, and you go, ah, oh, they can't be that expensive. And then you look at it and you go, oh, my God, they weren't joking. Everything around babies is expensive, isn't it? I mean, even like clothes and bottles and formula and stuff, it's, it's so expensive. But, yeah, when it comes to buying bug- buggies, a double buggy, oh, it's so big and wide as well. It's so annoying. I barely use it because I'm like, it's too much. I'd rather just put Marley on the in the carrier and I put Indy on it. She's got a little dune and like a trike thing, which is quite good. Yeah. It's like a trike. Um, but yeah, I mean, everything. And then one kid grows out of it, you've got to buy another one. It is. It's, it's a Having kids is an expensive business. That, there's no doubt about that. When we talk about, you know, um, we talk about iPads and things like that. What are your thoughts, Joe, on like these, um, you know, the uh, the Nintendo Switches and, you know, you can do the um, the Xbox with the Kinect and stuff like that. And you know, I'm, I'm actually, I'm a bit old school. I remember having the Nintendo Wii and stuff like that. What do you think about those sort of things? I'm not really at that stage yet. I think when they're a bit older, probably, I'm not opposed to it. Like, I used to love games. I had a Sega Mega Drive and a Game Boy and all that, I, you know, from the, the 80s and 90s. That was like the thing to have. But I think nowadays most of the games come through your your kind of your device, your smartphones and your iPads, don't they? But yeah, who knows? I, I would like to know what more more than ever. I've actually been contemplating getting a new a PlayStation and getting back on FIFA and Call of Duty because I'm like, I've got so many hours left. Like, get on there, get back on there, and have a, have a little tear up on FIFA. I I think I think that's what we should all start doing. I've got an X. Um, I think I've got a PS4 anymore. I think I had a PS. I think it was a PS2. I love the fact that you're actually questioning it. I don't know. Like, I'm sure there was something that resembled a PlayStation 2 at some point, but... Maybe, you know, when you sometimes you think, did I give that to someone else? But I can't... We've definitely got an Xbox. I know that because we've got that kinetic thing. So maybe I should should get that thing out. I still don't think, though, you can beat the Nintendo Wii. I mean, the bowling on the Wii was fantastic. You can beat it. I I love the Wii. You can do... But you can do most of the games from sitting on the sofa and just kind of wiggling your wrist a little bit, right? No, you're supposed to get into character and actually go for it. <laughs> yeah, but after the first part, it's then just, okay, I'm going to sit down and just wave my arm. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Let's talk about so when, when this finally is over and, um, you know, and, and lockdown is lifted, 
Um, what are we all going to do? What's the first thing that we all want to do after lockdown? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, I want to just get, I probably want to get all my friends together and just have a really nice meal somewhere, like nice like steak and, or a burger and just get together and just chat and just have a hug and tell jokes, like not, not over Zoom and FaceTime, you know, that's what I'm looking forward to the most. Yeah, yeah it's got oh. to be a barbecue for me. A big barbecue, get the grill going, get some people around, actually, you know, like say physically see some people, um, have some, yeah, good food on the barbecue and... Uh, and just yeah, a few drinks be nice. Oh, I think I just I think I'm going to spend a week in the pub. Just just <laughs> hang out, have a chat to friends. You know, I think that's that's genuinely what I want to do. And also, it means I can get away from the kids for a bit. So that's that's not so bad. No, I probably will have to take them with me. But they can have pop and crisps like I did when I went to the pub with my dad. You know that that's yeah. absolutely orange, orange and lemonade half and half. Oh yes, only <laughs> two times you had an orange juice and lemonade half and half, and that was when you went to the pub with your parents or. You play after a football match. Yeah, mate, I used to love our half and half. Orange and lem- orange juice and lemonade and a packet of crisps. What pa- what packet of crisps though? Ah, oh, standard salt and vinegar, man. Me pickled egg uh, in a che- in cheese and onion crisps. That was my favourite pub snack. What a pickled egg? Yeah, yeah. Try what, it. Is it. In a boiled egg. No, a pickled egg. Yeah, a boiled egg, which is pickled. That's revol- revolting. I've never heard of anything like it. Trust me, with a bag of cheese and Walker's cheese and onion crisps. I know that I shouldn't be talking to you about this, obviously, Joe, but that is a taste sensation. Next time you're in a pub, try it. Yeah, oh, that, that's one for the weaning book, Joe. A boiled pickled egg is like my worst nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> and what they sold that in a pub? Yeah, you, you, if you look in like the old school pubs, you still have um, uh, pickled eggs at the back in a big jar. Yeah, you have to go to the countryside though for those sort of pubs. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, the ones where you grew up on a farm near there. Yeah, did I ever told you I I lived I grew up on a farm? You see, that's good. Growing up on a farm was that was constant exercise. I remember just I'd wake up in the morning, I'd have breakfast. We had about nine dogs at one point. I, I would grab a couple of dogs and then I would go out and I wouldn't come home until it was either dark or I was hungry. You know, that's the sort of um, that's what that, that's how I used to roll when you know growing up. That's what's missing from running through worlds, fields of wheat, were you? <laughs> um, uh, with Theresa May, yeah. Just me yeah. and her having a lovely time. Um, no, that's exactly, no, but that's what I did. Yeah, I grew up on a farm and that was, you know, my, I, granted, there were, I didn't have many friends back then because we, you know, we, we lived in the middle of nowhere. But I look back on those times thinking I was just so lucky to be surrounded by beautiful countryside in Herefordshire and Worcestershire where I grew up. And I had, you know, my dogs were all I needed. And we just went out and had adventures. We used to go and find, you know, go into woods, find derelict barns and buildings, go and check, you know, go and check out wildlife. Used to um, find, you know, those crested newts. Used to go to the stream and find those. I used to love it. It does sound pretty cool, actually. I do like the sound of that. Right, Joe, getting back onto um, the dad topic here. What would you say, <laughs> rather than Jay's farm stories, we've had plenty of them. <laughs> um, what would you say to a dad? So you, you've obviously heard of the dad bod, you know, the, the curse of the dad bod. What would you say to a dad who's working a lot and looking after the kids a lot? What kind of one thing, one recommendation, one piece of advice would you give a dad who who's not overweight, but just got to get, wants to tone up it, get a little bit more in shape and a little bit more active? exercise to feel good do it for your mental health do it for your energy and your you know patience and your productivity do it for those reasons and if you do it long enough and you get those benefits and you tune into how exercise makes you feel after you do it that's when you'll start to transform your body if you're going out just to look good just to you know weigh a certain weight or burn body fat it's not a big enough motivator you've got to really be in tune with the mental health benefits of exercise so yeah you know do it for yourself take time out for yourself to 
get that exercise done, get that workout in or go for a, a jog or a bike ride, whatever. It's going to make you a better dad. When you walk back in that door after a workout, you're a new man. You're a better man for it. Trust me. I do it all the time. I get stressed out. I go out, come back, I walk in the door. I'm just like, I'm just so happy to see my kids and I'm, I'm, I want to get, I want to, you know, do so much more with them because I've had that little bit of time for myself. Yeah. So it's, it's, that's good. That's quite a big shift in people's, the way they're, they're viewing keeping fit then, right. And, and exercising because that I've never, I don't think I've ever really looked at it like that. I enjoy exercising when on the odd occasion, <laughs> but, I guess in yeah that shift has to that shift is going to be quite a big thing for a lot of people right it's a big thing to think about but I actually think from the more people I speak to like the anecdotal evidence of people on my plan or all the testimonials and just the thousands of people I've spoken to they all say you know this this plan or this this workouts or this recipe this food that you've given me has really changed the way I feel like my anxiety's gone down I'm I'm working harder I'm I'm enjoying my day. I'm being more productive. I'm happier. You know, it all comes down to like the, the one word you always hear is exercise makes me happier. Yeah. So why would you not, why would you not do that? Why would you not use that and, and tap into that? And as, as opposed to like being so driven by, uh, you know, a fitness goal or a body image goal, it's not, it's not good enough. It's not, it's not, it's not going to sustain you through the winter, you know, in the summer. Yeah. You might be like, oh, I really want to look good. And you have this drive, this drive, but when then winter months come, you need to be motivated by more than, more than just the body image. Yeah. So, okay. So once I've made that, shift in my head what's the best where, where, where do I start like what's the starting well, point? well I believe I believe homework I believe that the future of successful and sustainable health and fitness is training at home I think you know turning your garage into a gym or making one of your bedrooms putting some dumbbells in there or getting in your garden like if you make that your workout space it means you can go outside do your workout in and out be back in the door in 30 minutes and you you haven't had to like travel to the gym or spend loads of time commuting or whatever it's like you're doing it and therefore you can do it every day because you can find that time um i really do believe that i think invest in a pair of dumbbells or a couple of kettlebells and turn your home into your workout space and that's the quickest way to live in a healthier happier life and i guess cheaper as well right yeah much cheaper and just sustainable it's much more it's much more sustainable look if you don't like my videos and my style of training you will find someone on youtube with it whether it's a pilates or a yoga teacher or a boxer size that there's someone out there doing good content that you can tap into for free at any time whether it's like 9am or 9pm at night when the kids are asleep you can find time for it for, for someone like me I've, I, I, I can sometimes motivate myself to do exercise you know to do it in the garden and yeah I've got a little bit of stuff I, I know you can do a lot with just your own body weight can't you when it comes to, to to working out and things but from someone who I just simply adored football I can't play football really anymore I've got bad knees blah 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 but, you know, I love that team thing. I think it was a case of, you know, if you played for a football team and you did something good, then you would get recognition for it. You know, your mates would come up and pat you on the back or whatever. What, what's your advice to someone like me that loved doing the team thing, but wants to, wants to still stay fit and now is going to, you know, a sort of a solo fitness routine, really? Well, I suppose it's just finding out what you get enjoyment from. Like if you hate going running and you really don't enjoy long distance running, like, stop doing it yourself you know if you know maybe it's a case of you know investing in an exercise bike or um mm. you know a rowing machine or a punch bag you, you're going to find something that you love and like i said like it could be a really low cost product it doesn't, it doesn't have to be a lot of money but i think i think you just got to try different things until you realize what it is that actually makes you feel good and if, like i said if you're motivated by yourself go and do it on your own but if you need someone else tap into all these online platforms now you've got like you know um fit tv you've got youtube channels you've got peloton you've got um yeah. 
know, body, beachbody.com, lesmills.com. They all do online things and they're not that expensive, you know, 20, 30 quid a month, whatever. And it can get you, get you really in really good shape. And that's a lot cheaper than what a gym would cost you as well, isn't it really? You know, with, because I, I remember looking at what, uh, joining one, I won't say which one it is, but at one point it was something like £95, but that was the, to, you know, you could go to whatever gym they've got anywhere in the country, in the world or whatever it was. But £95 is a lot of money. <laughs> That's also such a ridiculous marketing thing. Like, when am I ever going to be anywhere else to go to the gym? Like, and I, I suppose if you're traveling for work, but other than people who travel a lot for work, when am I ever going to use a gym that's not in my own town? Yeah, the gym, the cost of a gym is a uh, crate. I mean, you do get the budget ones that are cheaper, but yeah, like them, them expensive high end luxury pr- like private clubs are like 200, 300 quid a month. Some of them, it's, it's insane, but it depends how much you value that and how much you get down there. If you're down there three or four times a week and you love it, it's well worth it, but if you're not using it and you're only using the pool and the sauna, I mean, is it worth it? It's just about just you know, just seeing if you actually get good use out of it. But I do love working out at home. I've got a little gym. I've converted my room into a little gym. I've got some dumbbells in there, and I, I love it. I just come down at 6 a.m. If I wake up and feel good, or at midnight I train, it, it doesn't matter. If you've, got, if you've got a bit of time, you can make it fit into your day. I was going to say, Joe, when you're obviously working from home and obviously doing a lot of your fitness and a lot of your content um, creation at home, when you're doing that... and and you hear the kids kicking off in the next room or in the kitchen or in the garden or whatever, do you ever feel like a bit of guilt thinking, oh, should I go and help? Like, should I just stop what I'm doing and just go and like, you know, send back up? Um, how, do, how do you manage that? Because I've, I've worked from home for a long time and I find that quite difficult to just zone out and kind of ignore, put the blinkers on and, and ignore the fact that the kids are tearing the house apart downstairs. Well, I mean, mine are a bit younger. So like Marley's obviously in a, in a baby, he's in a carrier, he's in his little bouncer. But yeah. if there was two, two and they were tearing it up, I'd obviously go down. But I mean, the, put, if you put your music on loud enough, you can, you can zone out, that's for sure. But I mean, look, I'm, I, Rosie just understands that, you know, I need to exercise. I need it as part of my life and it's my energy source but I, I, I'm exactly the same for her. Like she, she needs it too. So I'll, I will tell, we tag team, like I'll find time for, for, to do it for myself and then I'll go and take the kids and put them in bed or whatever and do bath time. And then Rosie will work out. So we're very much in sync with that. We both realize how important it is to each other. Um, so we find time, but we are a tag team. You've got to be the only way you're yeah. going to get through it is if you, if you, if you take turns and you give each other a little bit of time to whether it's go out for half hour on your own, you know, just, I'm really, I really believe in that, keeping it equal and trying to understand that, a woman also needs her their exercise and their they need their their time and their peace out their time out from the kids as well just as much as we do. Yeah, it's a great piece of advice actually. I'm feeling quite inspired and motivated actually from this conversation. That's what I like to do, mate. That's yeah. that's what I'm that's what I'm here to do. I love motivating people. I love I love making people that just have no motivation just get up and do something. Whether it's go and cook a recipe or you know go and go and do a workout or just something just to lift their mood and I, I really am passionate about that yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna go downstairs a new man Jen's gonna be like flipping heck out where's this guy come from <laughs> like, well, that's yeah, before, you we there, before you go down there do uh, do do a little, do, a, do 10 burpees and 10 press-ups and then bowl down there you'll be feeling like a new man uh, also uh, before we go Joe I've got to tell you about Al's um Al's done something which I love you're talking about the great outdoors and everything he's just bought himself um an old camper van so uh the, the family can go uh, you know, on little trips and staycations and, and, and abroad, if, if that's what he wants to do. Just just ask Al how many miles is on the camper van that he bought. It's a 2006. You can, have, you can play the game if you want. How many miles do you think? Well, first of all, I, is it like a VW camper van, you mean, yeah? Yeah, yeah, it's a transporter. Oh, God. That's like my dream. I'd love one of them. Oh, um, I don't know. I mean, is it like, I don't know, 100,000 miles? <laughs> Higher. 200,000 miles. 
Higher. 400,000 miles. Ooh, Lower. Not quite. 300,000 miles. Yeah. Yeah. Who, where, where have they taken that? <laughs> it starts every time, guys. Where, where, who, took it, who took it that far? Where did they go with it? Now, it used to be a, um, it used to be like an airport shuttle. So it was just wow. running people to and from um, Heathrow and Gatwick. Jokers. That's, yeah. that's done some serious mileage. So you got on the cheap, I hope. Yeah, definitely. Steel. Yeah. Is it yeah. got beds? Is it like a proper like? Is it got beds and all that in there? What are you doing with it? Yeah, so it's got it's got three. It's got like a, a full width bed that it's called a rock and roll bed. Sort of folds out, and uh, and then I'm putting in some drawers that come out the back um, for a, a table and chair so you can eat out the back, um, and then I'm putting in like a little kitchen unit again using my DIY skills. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing, Jay? You know what you said earlier about, you know, you find some bits of wood just kicking around in the shed and you just put them together and see how it looks. That's what I was doing. Oh, that's yeah. hilarious. I would love to see it. Send me a photo. I'd love to see what it looks I'll like. I'll I like all that. Photo, I like all that camp. I like that kind of camping transient lifestyle. I like moving about. Well, you're welcome to borrow it any time once we're allowed out. Yeah. Well, thank you. Can, you. I think, uh, our time is up. So, um, uh, look, Joe, thank you so much for, for taking time to, to chat to us for these couple of episodes. Um, it's been amazing. You have been inspiring. We love what you're doing with the PE. We thank you for it as well because it's definitely giving us a rest as parents and, and, and focusing the kids on something else. Thanks for having me on the show, guys. Lots of love to you both. Thanks, Joe, mate. Appreciate your time. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. I'll tell you what, I came away from chatting with Joe Wicks feeling inspired and motivated just from a conversation with him. You see, I was the opposite. I felt knackered. I mean, because Joe is, I mean, he's full of energy. He's full of life. He's full of positivity. Um, He is the guy that you kind of want to be. I mean, he is, you know, he's a good looking chap. Uh, He's successful. He's worked bloody hard to get where he's got as well. For any of you at the moment thinking, oh, he just does this or he just does that. No, he's worked frigging hard. I mean, really hard to get where where he is right now. Sweat you know, dedication. And this is the guy as well that is donating all proceeds to any AdSense that he's getting via YouTube to the NHS. All of it. Yeah, didn't didn't he say it was about 100 grand? So something far? like that. It was like 10 grand per per session he does on YouTube or something like that. It's, it's crazy. And every crazy. penny goes to the every, NHS. Every Amazing. Penny. Yeah, it's not that bad. He, um, well, since then, I have done two cycle rides. Good lad. So thank you very much, Mr. Joe Wicks, for inspiring yeah. me to we, get off my backside. We did this interview in, in uh, 2018, so why have you... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one ride a year, That's mate. a lie, that's a lie. <laughs> All right, well, um, uh, join us next week when we do part two of, um, of Joe Wicks, and we'll also... And it's not next week, mate. It's not next week. Why is it not next week? Uh, because we're waiting for his book to come out. Oh, we're straddling. That's right, yeah. I've got it, I've got it. Okay, edit. So um, the the next episode, part two of Don't Tell Your Mum, JK and our chats to Joe Wicks will be in a couple of weeks, uh, just in time for his amazing book, which will be out at that point. And he'll, he'll talk about the book and he'll talk about being healthy, recipes. It's, fussy eating. It's weaning. It's a book about weaning as well. Yeah. So, you know, if you're in that current stage in parenting and you're you're reaching for some help, then this will be, the, this literally will be the help you need because, you know, he knows his, he knows his stuff. He knows about food. He knows about healthiness. He knows about weaning. He's had, a, he's, you know, he's got two kids. This is the second kid around. He's probably learnt a few lessons as well. Yeah, yeah, and some amazing hacks, some amazing tips as well, um, including how to deal with fussy eaters. Mm. Very insightful. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be in a couple of weeks. Thanks for listening today. 
Don't forget to subscribe and rate us and share and leave a review and all of that stuff. You can do that on Global Player or wherever you usually listen to podcasts. We're on most platforms. Um, anything else? New episode every Wednesday. Uh, so just New make sure you subscribe and all that sort of stuff. In the meantime, from me in my, um, my home studio, my garden shed, and from Al in his... TP. Have a lovely day. <laughs> I see Debbie. <laughs> Blair Witch. Oh no, oh no, there's something outside. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>